The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. For the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7, streaming at 680thefan.com. And that is driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. You may have heard this. Fan app is driven by Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means. Also, 10 o'clock hour on the fan brought to you by the Howard Baron Law Group. We are live at Maggiano's and Buckhead for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta luncheon, baby. And the staff is here setting up the ballroom, getting ready for the big luncheon today. Chuck Oliver will be showing up here in a little bit. Right now, it's just me. Some of the 680 The Fan staff, Hoppa on the scene. And, Harper, we're going to be over in Athens on Friday at the T-Mobile on Alps Road, giving away some Georgia Bulldog tickets. Those things are hard to come by these days. Have a little book signing over in Athens on Friday. So uh, be careful out there. It's a little wet, a little tough getting around town, a lot of traffic everywhere. And we've got a lot coming up on the show. Kiaris Jackson, one of my faves with the Georgia Bulldog team, will be with us for the Bulldog Roundtable at 1035. We've got a lot to get done before he shows up, though. And let's start it with Buck's Big Take. Buck's Big Take. Reports out of Chicago say the Cubs covet Dansby Swanson. And so do the Dodgers. Both organizations have... Deep pockets. Double A probably not sleeping very well these days. Stay tuned on Dansby. This is going to be a fascinating follow in the coming weeks. Now, I've got a three-word response to those of you hoping the Braves do the big splash and sign Jacob DeGrom. Those three words? Forget about it. Dude's 35. And he's gone to the post only 26 times the last two seasons. The Braves are too smart for this. Let the Dodgers or the Mets overpay DeGrom, please. And as far as the rumors flying around about the Braves trading Ronald Acuna Jr., have you heard this? The Braves are looking around to trade Ronald Acuna Jr. Don't believe it. Acuna's not going anywhere. And why would that be? Well, they've got one of the most talented players in baseball locked down with an eight-year, $100 million deal that will pay him 17 mil at next season. 17 mil. That's a bargain, boys. And the Braves don't sign studs to long-term deals and then turn around and trade them. These rumors are, as they say in South Georgia, where I come from, 
hogwash. Yeah, forget about it. That is hogwash. And that's the way we start the show today. Man, the free agency period is going to be very interesting as the Braves try to re-sign Dansby Swanson, find a veteran starter to plug in the rotation, and then also out there looking for a left fielder. We'll see what AA is able to get done. Right now, though, let's bounce around. Got some college football I want to talk about as we get the show started today. As we wind down this college football season, conference play in the SEC coming to an end. Leave these teams with one conference game left. And so there's some talk at the coffee shop about the SEC Coach of the Year. Those folks are looming out there. And it's a three-coach competition is what I see here before these votes are placed. You got Tennessee volunteer head coach Josh Heupel, and he's going to get a lot of consideration for the SEC Coach of the Year. Vols are 9-1, and one, man. Got the volunteer nation all excited. Now they won't be in the SEC title game. Chances are, though, they will find themselves in the college football playoffs. And who would have thought that prior to the season starting? Josh Heupel's done an excellent job. Tennessee fans, I know, are thrilled to have him as the head coach. Then LSU fans, they're uh, they're loving on Brian Kelly now. What a great job he's done coming in from Notre Dame, taking over the LSU program. The Coach Joe got me a championship quarterback. Uh, <clears throat> well, no, Kelly's got a good one, though, and Jaden Daniels. I'm not sure what Coach O is doing today. Counting his money, probably, but got LSU's won the West. Who would have thought that? They're going to play in the SEC title game. Still have some college football hopes still alive. Yeah, Kelly is going to get a lot of consideration, too. But I believe the man is Georgia head coach Kirby Smart. To me, he is the legitimate SEC coach of the year this year. Now, look, I know he won it last season. And rarely do you see these coaches go back-to-back with this award. In fact, I believe the last time it was done was Nick Saban went back-to-back coach of the year honors in 2008 and 2009. Now, you're probably thinking, Blue, you homer. You're probably thinking, Baloo, Kirby's loaded up with all this talent. But think about this for a second. Let me throw this on the table. Georgia coming off the natty. Kirby Smart as the head coach had to deal with losing 15 players to the NFL draft. 15. He lost 13 players to the transfer portal. And he lost four assistant coaches. That's a lot of replacing, folks. He looks like he's going to run the table in the regular season. He's going to enter the SEC title game, the number one team in the nation. Call me a homer if you want. I think Kirby Smart has earned the SEC Coach of the Year award again this season. There's a little time left before these votes are are placed. 
and I think Kirby is the man when you look at the job that he's done. And I think he's grown so much as a head coach. Saw him in the beginning, uh, early on at his tenure at Georgia. They had to hire a guy that stood behind him on the sideline and grabbed his belt, pulled him back onto the uh, sideline area. Basically between every play. He was a guy that was a little rough with the media. Talking down to the media a little bit. You don't see those things anymore. Now, I saw it in Starkville a little bit. They had that back-em-up coach there pulling him back in Starkville for a little bit. But I think he's come a long, long way. And he's a better coach than he was a year ago. Maybe a little more relaxed because he won the natty. A little of the pressure's off. He looks like the coach of the year to me. Not that I have a vote. Falcons fans, if you're a school teacher and could use an extra $500, and who could? Attorney Ken Nugent, Grady Jarrett, want to help you out this football season. For each Falcons game, Ken is donating $500 to teachers throughout the state of Georgia. To register is pretty easy. Just go to attorneykennugent.com. One call. That's all. And don't forget to tune in and catch Grady. Heard him earlier today with the locker room. That's every Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. as they recap the previous week's action. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. All right, coming up on the show, we're going to talk a little Falcons football, and it's not about who should be playing quarterback because, to me, on my show, that's not a conversation. It just isn't. We've talked about it a little bit. Falcons, though, facing a tough challenge on Sunday. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. We're going to chop it up, too. We're going to dust that off. We had not chopped it up since the season ended. And Kiaris Jackson, wide receiver for the Georgia Bulldogs, will be with me at 1035. Stick around for that. We are at the Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting at Maggiano's in Buckhead, taking you to 11. It's the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. We appreciate you listening Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. It's like 42 minutes with content. So we got to move fast, man. We're live at Maggiano's in Buckhead for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta luncheon and a big timer showing up to speak to the group today. NFL Fox analyst Sean Payton. 
the former Saints coach, will be in the house today. And he's doing a really good job as an analyst. And looking at some of these poor coaching jobs we're seeing across the NFL, just know Sean Payton's going to be back on the sideline at some point very soon. Not here to talk about the uh, Saints or the rest of the NFL. I'm here to talk about the Falcons, baby. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. All right, Marcus Mariota or Ritter? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't call up. 404-231-1680, the number. We'll save that for another day. Got some people riled up yesterday, kidding around on that one. I want to talk about Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator. As he gets ready to unveil this Bears-Justin Fields game plan that they're going to use on Sunday. Did you see Justin Fields, Metro Atlanta kid? Did you see what he's done the last two weeks? Back-to-back games of rushing for over 100 yards. I mean, you rarely see this in the National Football League. And he set an all-time record. He's rushed for 325 yards in the last two games. And that's just not, you know, picking up, uh, scampering around, picking up 10, 15 yards per carry. Dude's taking it to the house. 67-yard touchdown sprint. Week before that, a 61-yard touchdown run. It's going to be tough to control. So Dean Pease, in his 49th year of coaching, six years in high school, Defensive coordinator at Miami of Ohio, Toledo, Michigan State, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Titans, and now the Falcons. Don't you know Dean P's manual on how to slow down a running quarterback is pretty thick. I would love to see it. Love to read and study that one. Love to be sitting in that defensive meeting room. As he sits down and unveils the game plan, how's he going to go about slowing down Justin Fields running the football? There's going to be RPOs. It's going to be zone reads. It's going to be play-action bootlegs. They'll have him in the pocket, and then he'll extend the play by scrambling. So many things to be concerned about. One of the boys at the coffee shop wondering if the Falcons would spy Justin Fields. Would you spy Justin Fields? Who would you spy him with? Would it be Mike L. Walker, Jalen Hawkins, Richie Grant? Lord, don't make it Troy Anderson. Who would they spy him with? Probably don't have anybody on the roster that would be effective doing that. As you try to defend a quarterback run, typically what defenses will do is they'll try to uh, run fit the gaps. So you try to fit that A gap and the B gap, and you want to make the quarterback this a runner as Stephen A would say, bounce outside. You don't want him scrambling right up the middle. On that zone read, 
you want to attack downhill. Try to get him to, to keep it and stretch it to the sideline. You want to pressure the A gap and the B gap. Force the quarterback to bounce it, to spill it outside. Use some defensive line and linebacker stunts to cloud it up for the quarterback. And I do believe you want to play entirely zone coverage on defense. You don't want to play any man-to-man. Don't want to do that. Blitz man, that'd be trouble because you got nobody looking at the quarterback. And zone, you've got You've got 11 pair of eyes that are staring at the quarterback playing zone coverage, and that's exactly what you want against Justin Fields on Sunday. You don't want to be playing man coverage where you're taking your eyes off the quarterback because this dude can pick him up and put him down. Dean Pease. Pressure's on for Dean as he tries to change that culture over on defense to come up with a plan that can slow down Justin Fields, especially the running. And I'm going to tell you, man, Justin Fields, uh, if you had paid attention recently, the light has come on for the Bears quarterback, playing at a much higher level. Now, yesterday, I threw out the fact that uh, Justin Fields on Twitter it's number 12 in QBR, total QBR, number 12 in the league, 31, got over 30 teams in the league. He's number 12 in total QBR. We're talking advanced analytics here. Did you know that Marcus Mariota's number nine, even though that's a different conversation? I was told, man, the total QBR, that, that don't mean nothing, Baloo. Those are just advanced analytics. And I was saying on Twitter, my goodness, when did that change? I thought the advanced analytics, that was the end all in 2022. End of the conversation when you've got the advanced analytics. I was told yesterday, no, those advanced analytics don't mean anything. So which is it? I do know Justin Fields is coming on. 22 games experience now. And he has elevated his play as Justin Fields has a homecoming coming up on Sunday. Family and friends will be there, I'm sure, to cheer him on. And I can't wait to see how Dean Pease is going to play it. That, my friends, is the biggest factor in the game. Hey, are you looking uh, for more at 680 The Fan than just these shows? How about the podcast? A lot of the on-air staff have podcasts, and you can find those at thepodcastpark.com. It's brought to you by our good friends at Associated Credit Union. I've got Bucks beat, and typically this time of the year with the Brave season done, we're talking Georgia football or SEC football. Got some guests on helping me break it, break it down. Now, I don't have a new one up yet this week. It's still the Mississippi State preview with my man John Bond. So we'll be dropping another one here in the next 24 to 48. Uh, we've got from the Perch of Falcons podcast. We've got the uh, Southern Beat with Dan Matthews. So a lot of different podcasts. Check them out at thepodcastpark.com or wherever it is you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever it is you get those things. 
Let's chop it up for the first time. It's time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, the kid out of Stockbridge, man, better uh, make some room for a big, nice-looking trophy that he's going to uh, receive. Michael Harris II walked away with the National League Rookie of the Year award. Now, there are 30 votes. He got 22 of the 30 first-place votes. There are the 30 ballots come from riders. Uh, you get two from each of the National League cities. Two riders from each of these cities voted. He got 22 of the 30 votes. And as I was saying last week, I believe Michael Harris II deserved the award over Spencer Strider. And don't feel bad for Strider. There are two other Rookie of the League, Rookie of the Year awards that go out and strider's already won two of them so he's getting his but i thought in this case michael harris the second deserved the award over spencer strider and i say that because well michael harris had a uh, impact every day where strider once he became a starter in the rotation every four or five days You got to see Spencer go out there and strike these dudes out. So both deserving. Who deserved it more? In my opinion, it was Michael Harris. He got the call up. Remember this. He got the call up to Atlanta, to the show, with 43 games experience above Class A. He was hitting 305 in double A when he got the call up. And it went far beyond what he was doing in double-A. I think the, the big factor was the Braves got to see Harris up close and personal in two consecutive spring training periods. So they got to see his work ethic. They got to see his focus. They got to see him every day during spring training uh, for two straight years. And I think he won him over in spring training and then obviously got the job done in the minor leagues. Uh, hit 297 with 19 bombs and 20 stolen bases. And, dude, he exploded on the scene. There was none of these warm-up, uh, get used to being in the show. I mean, he hit the ground in a full sprint. Outstanding on defense out in center field. Really solidified our outfield that was in shambles when he showed up. And we, if you're paying attention, you started to love this kid's makeup. At least I did. Really consistent. He was showing up every day, focused and ready to go to work. There's a lot to appreciate about that. He was competitive. This guy wanted to win. You could see that competitive fire. It wasn't just about me. It was about us. It was about the team. It was about winning. And Money Mike cashed in, too, with that eight-year, $72 million deal they signed him to. That thing could end up being a 10-year, $102 million contract that's good through 2030. Michael Harris II, congratulations. Did you see the story Buster Olney had it, I believe? When he was drafted uh, right before the draft, coming out of high school in Stockbridge, some of the teams had him listed or pigeonholed as a left-handed pitcher. And he worked out with the Braves, Truist Park, and put on a show in batting practice. So it was basically home run derby. 
And afterwards, he told the Braves personnel people in attendance that he was a hitter. I'm a hitter, man. I'm not a pitcher. I'm a hitter. The Braves took him in the draft, and look at him now. National League Rookie of the Year. Absolutely fabulous. Congratulations, Michael. Can't wait to see you play through 2030. And I'm sure the rest of the Braves fans feel the same way. Hey, we got another tailgate coming up. Join 680 The Fan for the next Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts Tailgate Central, the Dirty Bird Tailgate, coming up this Sunday from 10 to 1 before the Falcons-Bears game at MBS. We're going to take over the corner of Marietta Street Centennial Olympic Park Drive before each Falcons home game. And I want you to be a part of it. Come enjoy ice cold Corona, Modelo, hard rock spiked seltzers, poured on-site libations from Larceny Bourbon and Deep Eddy Vodka, amazing wings and eats from WNB Factory, and you get live music by all that. Now, you got to be 21 or older, and tickets are free while they last. Don't you like free? 680thefan.com slash tailgate central. Grab yours and join us this Sunday from 10 to 1 for the Dirty Bird Tailgate Series. And we want to give a huge thanks to our sponsors, Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Harris Cherokee Casino, WNB Factory, Georgia Power, Hard Rock, Spike Seltzers, Beto's Tacos, and Lidl Food Market. And I'm sure you're going to see home team Brandon Leak at those things. Go up and give him a hug. Tell him he's doing a great job in the morning here on 680 The Fan. Let's uh, let's get early. Uh, go early to the Bulldog Roundtable. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far side line, 15-10-5. Get in there. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Howe Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, well, we're getting Kiaris Jackson lined up. Want to tell you about Coach White, the Bulldog basketball program. Got a win last night. They improved two and one on the season with a seventy-seven to seventy win over Miami of Ohio. Just hear about the freshman, Kieran Lindsay, fourteen points and ten rebounds. Next game coming up Friday in Athens against Bucknell. Get on out and cheer on the Bulldogs with their new coach and this new roster, and uh, support them by getting out to the game on Friday night. All right, uh, Kiaris Jackson coming up here in just a moment. The pride of Peach County High School down in Fort Valley, Georgia. Fifth season at the UGA. Leader in the wide receiver room. He's got 50 game experience, 50 games experience uh, at Georgia playing major college football. And, boy, he looked good last Saturday night in Starkville with four catches for 69 yards. Had a big, deep ball catch right on the sideline. Contested catch that, you know, I was about 10 steps away where he made that catch. I was totally impressed and totally impressed with this young man. And let me just say, he's not about targets or catches or stats 
And I've never been about those things either as far as the t- uh, the statistics go. I'm, I'm not a stats guy like that quarterback with the Jets, and neither is Kyrus Jackson. You know what he's about? He's about winning. I Joining me now, Kiaris senior Jackson. wide receiver, Kyrus Jackson, the uh, pride of Fort Valley, right, Kyrus? We appreciate your yes, time sir, today, Fort buddy. Valley. Hey, great to see you uh, see the ball come your way this past Saturday night at Mississippi State. Uh, good win there. Anytime you're going on the road in the SEC, those are good wins, aren't they? Yeah, it sure is, because playing an SEC, especially on the road, is always tough, man. With it being a night game, it made it even tougher. So just for us to go in there and get the win, I mean, it means the most to this team and the city's university. You had a uh, really good performance in the game. Ball came your way a little bit. Uh, really good to see. Take us through that 30-yard catch you had right in front of that Mississippi State bench area. Contested catch. Uh, take us through that play for us. Yes, sir. So actually on that play, we went fastball because we had got just got the first down. I want to say the play before and we was trying to go fast, line up quick. And pretty much I had a two way go. And of course, I'll take the, the deepest route <laughs> just being a receiver. So <laughs> I took the deepest route and Stetson gave me an opportunity and I made a play. And I was excited for my teammates because we put us in a great position to score a touchdown. Yeah, contested catch, man. That was pretty awesome there. What about Stetson and the way he's playing Kiaris? How do you view uh, you know his performance this year? I look at the total QBR stat, which involves these advanced analytics, and he's number seven in the country. Yes, sir. Hey, as old as Stetson is, I, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less. I mean, <laughs> Stet, but but on the series note, Stet has been balling this year. I mean, with all the critics and people been talking bad about him, he's just been going out there and closing their mouth and proving the wrong. And I'm excited for him. I'm excited how far he's become and where he has this offense set right now. With the way he passes the ball around, with the way he can use his legs, and he's becoming a weapon in, the, uh, in college football. But people really don't notice it because I. I don't know why they don't notice it, but I know the, the I know the Georgia fans know his teammates. We all decided for him and just wishing he can just keep it going and and put us in the right position to win. I think the thing I really respect is the balance you guys have on offense. Coming into the game against Mississippi State, it was fifty percent run, fifty percent pass. Great balance where you can get after a defense from week to week. However, you need to get after them. Yes, sir. We've been very balanced, you know, from the run standpoint and from the pass standpoint. And that, that's what makes you a, a dangerous offense. And when you can be able to make plays on a perimeter, make plays inside the box with running the ball, make plays downfield, it just it, it helps you in a way that it needs to be helped. And we, if we could just continue to improve ourselves in the run game and be able to make more explosive passes down the field, I mean, think they'll put us in a pretty good spot for what we want to be at as an offense but we have to continue to get better at the same time it's things out there that when we watch on film that hey it's not gonna fly later on down the season so we got to be able to get those things right now and we had a great opponent coming up this week kentucky and they are a physical football team so we have to be able to lay less mistakes on the road again in the sec so yes sir yeah, back-to-back road games in the SEC, Lexington coming up. Isn't it an important part of the process for a championship-caliber team to face these challenges on the road, get over the hump? Doesn't that help you get better even this late in the season? 
Yes, sir. It's never it's, it's never too late to get better, and we we so happy. We we are fortunate enough that this would be our 11 game of the season, and this is another opportunity. You know, we worked 365 days out the year just to have so many not I'm not so many opportunities, but only get 12 guaranteed opportunities, and one of the game 11 being another opportunity. We have to go out there and make sure we give it all we have because you know we work so hard for these moments like this, and to go out there on Saturday and pray in front of our family and friends you know it means a lot to his teammates and we just have to go out there and make sure we have fun but at the same time execute on what all we need to do Karis, let me help you out a little bit here talk to me about the offensive line and the job those guys have done this season come on these guys uh they're forgotten about a lot of the time we're always talking about the guys with the ball but looks like this offensive line's playing at a really high level Yes, sir. It's so much respect that goes to our offensive line because without them, it wouldn't no, it wouldn't be no, no, no passes downfield. Wouldn't be no explosive runs. Wouldn't be any of that because, for one thing, it starts up front a hundred percent of the times, and our offensive line has been playing well to that standard. I mean, it's, it's still things that we have to work on, but at the same time, for what, for what we need to get done, they've been able to do and. Like I said, it starts up front, and we have, I have much respect for those guys to go out there and be physical every play and make sure we get movement up front. And, of course, we have to improve our run game and our pass game, but it's always room for improvement, and we're not satisfied where we're at right now. I know I think it's a stat that's saying we're only averaging like 500-some yards a game, but why not? We can't go for 600. So I mean, whatever we have right now is not enough, and we just want to be the greatest that we can be. And like I said, it starts up front, and we I have much respect for the guys up front because that's where it starts at O-line and D-line. You're trying to cherish this as a senior, this this run right now, trying to cherish every moment. Yes, sir. Definitely trying to cherish every moment because I know I won't be getting these opportunities back and I'll be looking 10, 20 years from now. I just want to look back and have no regrets, you know, and just want to know that I put everything into this university that I possibly could have. And I'm excited that I'm a part of this university and all the blood, sweat and tears that I didn't put here is, is going to pay off one day. Hey, we appreciate your time, Karis. Best of luck in Lexington, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, Buck. You do the same. All right, this dog offense, I totally believe, needs Karis Jackson to be balling out the rest of the way. It's going to get tough. Now, I'm not talking about really Kentucky or Tech. I'm talking about LSU, talking about the college football playoffs. If, indeed, the Bulldogs are going to run it back, as the kids are saying these days. They need impact at the wide receiver position to take advantage of the tight ends for Georgia, getting all this attention cover-wise. Defensive coordinators are focused on Bowers or focused on Darnell Washington and slowing those dudes down. So they're going to be playmaking opportunities for the wide receivers the rest of the way. And Kiaris Jackson is a guy ready to take that challenge on and make some big plays the rest of the season. That's just my thought on that one. Great having him on, Kiaris Jackson, one of my faves. All right, coming up next, I'm going to tell you about Lane Kiffin's evil plan. He's got one. I'm going to tell you what it is coming up next. We're live from Maggiano's and Buckhead for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta Luncheon. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. 
or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Fan 680 and 93.7 waiting on Sean Payton to show up. No, he won't be on the show. He's going to be here at Maggiano's and Buckhead for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta luncheon. Coming up here, uh, I guess, you know, around lunchtime. He'll be showing up. Is it still brunch time? Yeah, it's still brunch. So he's not going to be here for a few minutes, but uh, this is a... Big-time coach, now turned analyst, and he will turn back into a coach here very soon. And uh, looking forward to seeing where he's going to end up because I don't believe it will be with the New Orleans Saints. And as a Falcons man, I don't want to see him ever back with the Saints again. Beat Beat up on us way too much back in the day. We'll set a college football nugget, DT. Mm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Well, there was a rumor circulating yesterday about Lane Kiffin talking with the Auburn Tigers about their head coaching job. Making the jump to Auburn. A lot of people think this is going to happen. I'm not one of them. In fact, I think Lane Kiffin has an evil plan in place. Evil to Ole Miss, where he's at right now. And here's what I believe is going on. Lane Kiffin is making $7.25 million this year. And his contract, he's he's got a boatload of incentives that he's never going to hit. Like uh, winning the SEC West, winning the SEC championship game, going to the college football playoffs. He's never going to hit those incentives. I don't know why those are in the contract. And he's never going to become the Auburn head coach. And I believe what the plan is is Kiffin will leverage these rumors of him going to Auburn and being one of the names on the A-list over at Auburn. He will use that to leverage a bigger and better deal at Ole Miss. Now, this is only temporary. Because once Nick Saban retires at Alabama, Lane Kiffin will look to take that job which I guess is going to happen maybe three, four, five years down the road. Know this. If Lane Kiffin ever took the Auburn job, he would immediately be disqualified from the Alabama head coaching search when Saban retires. 
So I believe Kiffin, what he's going to do, he's going to leverage these Auburn rumors to get a better deal at Ole Miss, stay there for another two, three, four years, and then cash in as the Alabama head coach a little bit down the road. And that's the evil plan. Auburn, beware. Auburn, man, they're swimming with sharks out there. I mean, you got Hugh Freeze they're talking to. Can you really trust him? Lane Kiffin, if this evil plan of mine is somewhat true, could you really trust that? And do you really want to get in the middle of this Auburn deal where you've got these boosters that are always meddling? Yeah, they'll pay you over there at Auburn on the Plains. They're going to pay you nicely. But can you put up with this kind of nonsense? A lot of coaches don't want to be a part of that. Lane Kiffin. He gets a bonus, I believe, if Ole Miss hits 40000 with the season ticket holders. All that adds up if you can hit these, these incentives that he's got at Ole Miss. They sound good, but he's not hitting very many of them. I believe eventually he wants that Alabama job. So we'll keep an eye on that. And it's now time for the final word today. And Georgia fans, here's the final word. Got the Buck Blue Show. Going to be going live at T-Mobile in Athens. That's Alps Road. Coming up on Friday, we'll be there doing the show from 10 to 11. I'll stick around from 11 to 12. Your chance to uh, pick up Inside uh, inside the uh, Hedges, my new book. We've got Christmas right around the corner, guys, so it's time to get that Christmas shopping started. Maybe you've got a father or a grandfather, a big Bulldog fan that would like the uh, new book that I've written be a great time to pick that up friday in athens 124 alps road in the classic city we'll be there basically from 10 to noon me and hoppa now hoppa is going to have to spend the night to get there i believe but you can always count on hopper being there want to invite you to come on out and say hello And there's your final word today. We are live at Maggiano's and Buckhead for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta Luncheon. Featuring today NFL Fox analyst Sean Payton. Man, I'm thinking about maybe sticking around. Harper, did you get me signed up? Yeah, I'm in. May stick around and hear this. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nernie? The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 